the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. It's uh, Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn this week. Uh, don't forget at noon Eastern, right after, right after the show, uh, you can join me for my own show, Pat Gray Unleashed, on theblazeradio.com, also on the iHeartRadio app and all over the place. As a matter of fact, Blaze Radio and Television Network, uh, immediately following this. When is it time for your kids to get out of your house? Are you 18, asking me? 14? Oh, yeah. 12? 12, get a job. <laughs> uh, we're into a kind of a, you know, we're talking about how nasty society has gotten. It's also gotten a little lackadaisical in certain areas with kids staying at their parents' house till they're 40. Uh, in some cases, well, times are tough, Pat. <laughs> times are times tough. are yeah. tough, and whether, you know you, you get a part time. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get a part time job, and you and you got to go to college, mm-hmm. right? You have to, you yeah. Have to, you have to get a four year university, maybe okay, that five account, or six. That accounts for twenty two years old. And then, uh, what about the other eighteen then, years? And then you got to study maybe for the masters and the doctorate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And all through that, yeah. you either have a part time job or you don't, because it's tough to have mm-hmm. a part time job and study. Well, it is. And so it takes longer a lot of to people. go to school. Right. Right. Not a lot of people can do that. And yeah. uh, so mm-hmm. now you're looking at what? 26, mm. 27? Yeah. Nancy Pelosi was right. 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 And so you're just about to run out of your parents' insurance and have to get your own. Right. So so if you have to get your own, then you certainly can't afford a place. If you're paying for your own insurance. Oh you even, if you're trying, even if you can't afford your own insurance, there's no way you can afford your own place. Right. Right. So you might live in, you might have to stay uh, downstairs or upstairs or wherever you stayed in your parents' home without mm-hmm. insurance. You don't want to go out. Well, there's a, something yeah. might, bad might happen. There's an interesting case in New York where a couple went to court to get their 30 year old son out of their house. <laughs> <laughs> they told him to get out, and he said, "No, I'm not. I'm I'm not getting out. You can't make me leave." They're like. Uh, nice. Yes, we're. In fact, they wrote up an official eviction notice, uh, and <clears throat> went to a lawyer to to use the correct language, and called him by wow. his full name, and you know the whole legal uh, nine yards. They went through it all and demanded that he get out, and he refused, and so they took him to court. And yesterday, a Supreme Court judge in New York said, yeah, uh, kid, you need to get out uh, because, well, you're not a kid anymore. You're 30 years old. <laughs> get out of your parents' house. And he called, uh, his name is Michael Rotundo, Thirty again, 30. Well, He called the decision outrageous. Couldn't believe it. And he's going to appeal the decision. I mean, that was kind of like uh, <laughs> similar to the documentary uh, Failure to Launch with Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Uh, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Because right, he would yeah. not leave the house. Terry Bradshaw was the father. That's right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's her face? Uh, Kathy Bates was the mother. Yeah. And he was. Uh, in and they wanted him out too. Him. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was. You know. <laughs> you know, to me, I would think that would put a little crimp into your love life. Um, it when it comes to bother, that, it didn't seem to it didn't, didn't seem, seem to, to bother Matthew. Not in that movie. No. Now everyone isn't Matthew McConaughey. True. <laughs> and that's not exactly real life. When you, she asked no, you, so where do you live? Well, I live with my uh, parents. I live in a, I live in the basement of my parents' house. Want to come over? Mm, no, <laughs> no, I don't. 
Nor do Basement, I want you to call me anymore. Basements are a separate. <laughs> aren't they separate from the rest of the house? No, it's part no? of the same house. Yeah, bar. They're uh, like down. They're lower. Yeah, they are lower, but it's part of the same house. Huh. Uh, but not in the DFW area because there's no such thing there's as a basement no such here. Thing as a basement. It's <laughs> uh, a water table issue, right? <clears throat> is not what that supposedly is. I guess. I, I don't know. All I know is that uh, you can't have a basement, so you have ten stories. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, strange that you would have to go to court to get your son out of the house. So when is it too old? To be living with your parents. Is it, is it, uh, I mean, 30 certainly seems it does, it to does qualify seem... as too old to be living with your parents if they don't want you there. Yeah. And normally, Get out. And normally uh, you kind of, you know, it, it's a kind of an unspoken thing, right? Normally you, the kid, the child is like, um, you know, hey, I uh, love living here, but. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to be able to. I want to be on my own. Yeah, I want to do my own thing. I want to date girls, and I can't bring them back here. I do my own thing. <laughs> right. No, right, 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 right. if that's not a pretty good incentive right there, there's something maybe right. a little bit wrong there. Right. But you want? I mean, there's an independence thing that kicks Absolutely. in. Absolutely, and it usually kicks in in your teens, and you can't wait to get out of the house by the time you're 18. You can't wait. Oh yeah. You want to go, and you want to be on your own, and you want to do your own thing. Not that you don't love your parents. You do. But you've been with them now for 18 years, and now it's time to go do your own thing. Yes. And, you know, I love my kids, but and, and I and you have believe to go they and love a, us. You have to go out and get established so that, uh, you know, later on we can move in with them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> if I ever have to depend on that, I've, I've told them, shoot me in the head. I don't want to do that. It's funny, my oldest, my oldest son said he would do that. I didn't ask him, though. I, Elvis would. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you don't He's, even have to uh, don't ask even, him. Don't even, don't even think He'll about, just offer. Don't even think about moving. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a, there, normally with, with human beings, there's a natural desire to be independent and, and to go out and, and spread your wings and, and try to fly. So if you fail... And you come on hard times. Well, that's what we're here for. Then the parents are there usually to help you get back up on your feet and go fly again. And if that means that they come back for a little while, good. I mean, that's fine, usually. Right? Um, But not for a long time. The the window is uh, The window is small. I mean, if you need to come back for a couple of months. Maybe. Maybe. On the outside. But but what if it took... If it took six months or a year, then it's it's too long. Okay, it's too long. Now I don't know anybody who's faced a situation like that. When you reach that, when you reach that point, that it gets too long. Uh, uh I mean, is there something you start encouraging? You you start encouraging them to maybe go out and spread your wings again (laughs) and and see if you can fly. You know, because you've been here healing for a while. Look at the look at the (laughs) time. time. You've been here quite a while. Is it three months a clock already? Get out. <laughs> and that's kind of where these parents yeah. were. And, and they said, hey, we even offered him money. We'll, we'll help you find a place. And he just wouldn't do it. Really strange. Really strange. Um, and kind of embarrassing. That, a bit. Because uh, even when he got the judge's decision, he absolutely refused to accept it 
said he's going to appeal and he's not going to leave. Nice. <laughs> and he said, it seems like, you know, I should be provided with, you know, 30 days or so at least to have to vacate the premises. <laughs> if that's not the case, he does I, have a point I don't there. know. He does have a point there. I mean, you can't be expected just to move out. No, I mean, not in a day you or gotta two. you got to get yourself together. Right. Get your things You have to get your mind right. Yeah. And if... If it takes you uh, 30 days to get your mind right after a court has told you to get out of your parents' basement, <laughs> I think there's some other so, issues. Some there. other there's issues. Some that, that's there. very possible. Yeah. Uh, very possible. So uh, I'd like to know what the cutoff is because things have changed. Think, oh, no question. Things have changed a lot. No question about that. It used that. to be 18. Uh, we'll see you later. Yeah. Bye-bye now. Yeah. And it, it was a tough love thing. And if, if you didn't want to get out, we're going to encourage you and, and maybe – force the issue a little bit because it's for your benefit to get out and do your own thing i mean i'm trying to remember how old i was back in 1901 yeah is uh, how how long were you out of the house by 1901 i mean we had already (laughs) already already (laughs) planted already planted the fields working on your third family by then yeah yeah Yeah. uh i just remember i remember (laughs) being home and and thinking i've been here enough yeah oh yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for. I think I was a night. Uh, I was nineteen when that happened. Yeah, yeah. I was nineteen. And, and amazingly, my mother, who I loved and I know she loved me, mm-hmm. didn't stop me. That's amazing. I know. What are you laughing at? Mm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you ran that same theory past your wife right now, I'm guessing <laughs> she wouldn't stop you either. That's absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> Triple eight, triple eight, seven two seven. Back it's uh, Pat and Jeffy for Glenn this week. Talking about this story where a thirty-year-old uh, had to be taken to court by his parents to get him out of their house. Amazing. Now I've, I've seen studies where it's not unusual anymore. There's I, I, I don't remember the exact statistics, so I'm not going to try to cite it. But it was their point was things have really changed in America. It used to be, you know, you're 18, you go, but now. It's not unusual for people in their 30s, sometimes even their mid-30s, to still be living in their parents' home. That seems a little excessive to me. It seems a lot excessive to me. And this particular guy, who was finally booted out by a judge, um, was 30 years old and had no intention of leaving. You had no shame. If you're willing to go to court against your parents' And say, nope, I'm not leaving your house. You're going to have to continue to take care of me. <laughs> that takes a lot of giblets, I think, and and uh, a lack of shame of any kind. And there's another issue in our society. We just, a lot of people have no shame anymore. They're not they're not concerned about that. It, it doesn't true. embarrass them. How is that possible? That's true. I don't know. I, I'd be humiliated if I was 30 and living with my parents. Humiliated. Um, and... Again, I don't know how you date under those circumstances because can't be that attractive to a, a potential partner. Right. Yeah, I, I live, mean, I live with my mom and dad. Yeah. Watch Star Trek most of the, you know, Star Trek reruns <laughs> no, a lot of the day. And, and then. Uh, gotta, right. If you come over and you say, hey, come on over, we'll hang out. You yeah. Know, we'll, just, we'll just hang out. We'll talk. We'll and, watch a little Netflix. And then. And you can watch Netflix while I go do my paper route. I got a part time thing. I got a little paper route that I do. And, uh, you know, <laughs> dude, you're 32. When we're, when we're halfway through the show, you guys want some popcorn? <laughs> uh, no, nah, mom, we're fine. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, strange. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a weird world that has changed a lot. Uh, Stephen in California, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Stephen? Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Through the miracle of uh, the telephone, we can. Dude, God bless them. Okay, yeah. so I think that people are staying with their parents so long because, you know, parents are really nice My goal as a parent, and I only have a four- to two-year-old, but starting now, I'm going to do everything I can to make their lives miserable so they want to leave. <laughs> that, is my, that is my goal as a parent. <laughs> That's not a bad goal. That's a, it's a good goal, actually. Yeah, yeah I, right? I don't know if you want to start at four years old, but, you no. know, maybe at what 14. What is the appropriate well, time to start with that? Hey, the, the die have been cast. You know, that's already <laughs> happening. Hey, can I say one more thing? Yeah. So I drove by a Starbucks that had a Chipotle next door yesterday, and I seriously laughed for like five minutes because they are right. have public restrooms. And you know that that restroom is going to get blown up. Really? Uh, so it is becoming a problem, you think? I, I, it's, it has to, right? Appreciate the I call, Stephen. So. It has to. I hope so. It has to be a problem for Starbucks because if you've now created a place where the homeless can come in and sit down, maybe just relax for a while in a pleasant environment, you got access to the restroom, what more do you need? Uh, I mean, of course it's going to become a homeless camp. Yeah, or you just you know bring in something. Starbucks is a little bit nicer than the Burger King down the street, so you grab some Burger King and stop in the Starbucks to eat it. <laughs> yeah, why not? I know why not. If That's you don't have to buy anything, and they made that clear, you don't. So, so what do you think the appropriate age is though to uh, make their lives miserable? I I, I agree with you that four, maybe not four. Yeah, maybe but, not four. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but, it's but toward the end of the senior year, I think. Oh, maybe even a little older than that, sixteen, seventeen ish. Yeah. Well, I mean, in your home, it had to be miserable the whole time, right? What do you mean? Just, I mean, just by accident, you made their lives. What? what? <laughs> I don't misunderstand what you. Yeah, I'll explain it to you later. Uh, Nikki in North Carolina, you're on uh, the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hey, Pat and Jeffy. Hey. So I am the youngest of four, but when I was 18, I graduated high school and I went to work like my butt off that summer and left the second I could to go to college. But I have a brother who lived at home until he was 28, got married, then got divorced. I moved back in with my parents and never left. And now both of my parents have passed and he can't function in society on his own. Like he has no clue how to function as a human being and an adult. Wow, that's you have sad. to set them up, and you have to kick them out. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, they will end up dependent on everybody in society when you're gone as a person. I mean, no it's doubt. Just that. It's terrible. Um, were your parents okay with him being there at 28? And longer. Yes, they were. They were fine. And wow. then when mm. he got divorced, he moved back, and my mom <sighs> babied the heck out of him. And they still um, hadn't had enough. No, no, wow. and it, was, it was a terrible thing. My dad had cancer for a long time. He was sick mm. for 13 years with cancer. And you would think that my brother helped, but he really didn't help a whole lot. My sister was the one that helped my mom take care of my dad, even though she didn't live with them. And then when dad wow. passed, mom had to have him home there because at least she wasn't alone. So I got right. that sort yeah, of, right. yeah, yeah. but still, I was like, he doesn't know how to. Yeah, you don't, you don't learn that life skill. So, yeah. so he's he's fifty two years old and doesn't know how to live on his own. It's a sad story. That is a sad story. Thanks, Nikki. And yeah, and, yeah. and that's another reason why you want to get him out. I mean, you're not kicking him out because you're mean and you don't love him. You're kicking him out because you do love them and you want them to experience life. Yeah, we'll go with that. 
Yeah, we we'll will. Go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Jeff in Pennsylvania, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Pat and Jeffy, hey. such a pleasure to talk to you guys. You too. Pat, I remember meeting you in uh, King of Prussia for a book signing. That was awesome. Oh, <laughs> that was a while ago. But, uh, Were you the guy that was just uh, like about halfway back? Yeah, you had that shirt on. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, we remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. clearly remember. <laughs> <laughs> now this was for Agenda 21, so years ago. But okay. Anyway, yeah. so uh, I'm a little unconventional. I'm a stay-at-home father, and uh, I'm all, I got uh, a nine-month-old, a two-year-old, and a four-year-old. Wow, you're busy. And I'm already I'm, I'm already ready for them to go to kindergarten. <laughs> I'm so I'm 34, and uh, I went to Penn State. <laughs> and after graduation, uh, I got a job at a uh, healthcare system in their uh, marketing department and it, it went great until I uh, got canned. And then right. uh, that was in 2008 and got moved back in with my mom and uh, mm. three, it was about just through about three months. Uh, right. I ended up finding a girl and um, we, uh, we moved in together out in Philadelphia and I just could not wait to get out of that house. Yeah. The I mean, moment I stepped foot in there mm-hmm. and I think, Dare I say, I mean, I don't know if it's just, if it was just me personally, but why is it that I feel it's more of like a conservative liberal thing where it's like, I couldn't wait to get out of there. And I I honestly, Mm -hmm. I had some dark thoughts of going back and living in with my mom the moment I had to, and I, and I needed to get out of there, but I don't understand this mentality of other young guys. I don't either. I don't either. Don't that don't want to get out and they just they're okay with just sticking around appreciate it thanks jeff and maybe yeah, like yeah we're just oh, my premature hang operation there uh we're just not wired that way that we want to live with our our parents no. under their roof for you know uh, our adult life no we're wired that we want to go out and experience it ourselves and create our own thing and start our own families we're supposed to yeah and it's just the natural way of things uh 888-727- Beck, uh, Larry in Florida. Hi, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hey. Um, I'll get right to the point. Okay. The reason they can't get rid of them kids nowadays is because they don't make them do nothing. They they won't even <laughs> empty the trash, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I was when I went to work at 15 years old, it's a part-time job because I still went to school. Yeah. I started paying room and board at washing cars in a Chevrolet garage, and they made there you it. go. Larry, things have I, changed. Changed a lot. Much, but yep. At least, at least I learned to support myself. Exactly. And, and I knew I had responsibilities. I had to get up in the morning, go to the job, and then go. Appreciate to the, the call, man. Thank you. Amen. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's Pat and Jeffrey for, for uh, Glenn this week. Triple eight seven two seven. Beck, we've been talking about this really interesting situation of a, a couple of parents, mom and dad, trying to get their son, a thirty-year-old son, out of their house, and he refused. So they took him to court and uh, had him evicted through a judge in upstate New York. And he refused that. And he refused that. Right. And yeah, he's gonna. He's going to appeal. It certainly struck a chord, uh, at least with me, because me I, I don't understand it. And I know that we're, tr- we're trying to work our way through it and you know decide that maybe it's a different mindset, you mm-hmm. know, a different time, that whole thing. But, I mean, I just, for me, I just remember I grew up in Michigan, and I wanted to get out of there almost my whole life. 
And mm-hmm. when when I had the opportunity to save enough money to get a bus ticket out of Michigan, I took it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that's just the way it is. I, it is something because normally eh, it's not going to be in every. I didn't case. have any bank account. But, I didn't have. <laughs> well, that's not the issue, though. Normally, something clicks inside of you, and 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 you want to become independent. You want to do your own thing. You want to have your own life. You don't want your parents telling you what to do every right. minute of the day. You want to go when you please, come back when you want. Don't come back if you <laughs> don't want. You. And and yeah, I, I mean, that's just the way it is. And if you don't have a lot of money, you try to make do. You, you have you eat, to. You eat Top Ramen every night. I, or I, in I, my case, I loved Franco-American spaghetti in a can. can. That's what I ate. I ate uh, the store brand shells and cheddar uh, mac and cheese. That was so good. The, uh, no, no, no. The, the store. Cheese. No, the store. Yeah, the powdered, powdered cheese. cheese. The store brand. Yeah, that's not good. All right. That was 50 at that cents time, a box or something. 25 it, cents a box, you know, maybe. You then. know, if they end up at that time, I was working part time at the grocery store. There were a lot of dented boxes. <laughs> and the dented ones, they didn't sell. Out no, they're the, cheaper. Out in the aisle. They're cheaper. You get those for 25. Quite, quite a bit cheaper. You get cheaper? those for a quarter. <laughs> you probably took cases of stuff from no, the No, no, Pat. No. How no. dare you? <clears throat> Not as far as we know anyway, right? Not, not until I got a car. Anyway, mm-hmm. the, no, but I mean, uh, I mean, those. you do what you have to do. I could remember thinking, right? I can't stomach another one of these shells and cheddar boxes, but I'm hungry and that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you struggle, though. I mean, you struggle. And it's hard. Life is hard. I remember uh, my last winter in Montana. I, I was uh, living in Billings at the time. The largest city in Montana. Hey, don't talk to me like I, I don't know I that. thought I'd made it, man. Because okay, I'm no in Billings doubt. now. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a two-week period of time where the high temperature for the day didn't exceed 19 below. It- and the block of my car froze. Nice. And so I couldn't start couldn't it. Drive it. And if you tried to start it, yeah, you break it. You'll, thing you'll ruin your car. Yeah. And so it just sat there. And I, you know, you find ways around yes, stuff. Yes, you do. I actually had to walk to work every day for a couple of weeks. Freeze your buns off, man. Or get a ride from a friend if they had time or whatever. Uh, but you make do. And yes, you do you the do. things you have to do. And it, and it actually teaches us th- how to overcome adversity. Isn't that sort of important? Because we're going to have adversity. To. It's supposed to. I mean, I, I, you know, I remember walk when I first when I first ended up, landed in Florida, not having a car and walking everywhere, and you hope to get a ride some days, and people will get mad at you some days because mm-hmm. you didn't ask them for a ride because you felt bad, you just walked, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, I just remember thinking, you know, I, when if, I'll save enough to get a car, mm-hmm. and when I get, I mean, I felt it was the end of the world happy when I got that first car, man. That eighty dollar Oldsmobile, <laughs> eighty bucks, man. 80 those bucks. were the days. I know you couldn't find those anymore. My first car was an uh, like a ten year old LTD, and it cost me fifty bucks. Right. Well, this car, I remember the guy selling it to me it was supposed to be more than eighty, and I was t- I was giving him twenty bucks a week until it got to like a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars. That was probably tough to come up with. And uh, and uh, after after I reached eighty, he just said. Just come and get the car. <laughs> just get it out of So you yard. sort of had your car on layaway. Just, just get it out of That's the yard. Great. Just yeah. come and get it out of yeah. the yard. It's like you're buying it at Kmart. <laughs> Kim in Oklahoma, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to 
add a comment about the kid thing. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my husband were both veterans, so kind of strict, me some more than him. Um, but when we started having kids, we had three. They knew the entire time growing up, and when they graduated, they had three choices. Military, go to college, or out you go. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, either they're way, they're out of the house. Yeah. Either, either way, they're out. Yeah. And, you know, I have one that, that left, one that went to college, and now one just graduated, and he's not making up his mind just yet, but he's got a time limit. They all did. You've got this much of time, and then out you go. So, so if they don't have a plan by the time they're 18, they're gone anyway, right? And they have to figure it out. Or oh, would yeah. you allow them some leeway to stay Sounds with like you? she's allowing this last one a little leeway. Uh-huh. Is there a little leeway there? No, no, no. Because no. The, what, what happens is, you know, okay, you decide you want to go to college. You have until mm-hmm. school starts. You decide you want to go in the military. Sometimes you get a little extra time before you ship out. Mm-hmm. Um if you want to just move out, then we'll give you a little bit of time. I mean, I'm not talking years and years. you got like six months to find some place to go and then get yourself there. And <laughs> That's great, though. Go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know. Thanks, Kim. It's, it's hard to do that. A little bit of tough love. It's hard, especially with the new mindset in our society that everybody's got to be taken care of and pampered. And, and so you kind of maybe even buy into that. You do. A little bit. You ab- absolutely, you do. Absolutely. So it's really hard to stick to that. Like at 18, that's our rule. See ya. And then, well, I've got nowhere to go. What am I supposed to do? Am I going to live in a cardboard box? I don't know. It's up to you. Make it work. Uh, I'll tell you what. You've known this your whole life, that this was your deadline. I, I spent a small fortune on those uh, camping gear mm. in the garage. You can have the one that says your name on it. It's hard. That's hard to do. It really is. But when you stick to it, I think it benefits everybody in the long run. Uh, David in Utah, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Yeah. How you guys doing? Good. Yeah, my uh, my son a couple years ago, he's uh, 16 now. He told me, I'm going to live here forever. <laughs> I said, that's fine. I got two and a half acres. I'm going, for your 18th birthday, I'm going to buy you a tent. <laughs> I'm going to write studio apartment on the box. There you go. I'm going to buy you a cot. Putting right master master bedroom on the box. I like it. Get you a can. Get you a canteen. Right kitchen slash shower. <laughs> but you did buy a big enough box. It ha- it did have a master bedroom in it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you got a, a couple acres. What happens when he backs in a trailer? <laughs> right. Uh, my, I know. My daughter, that that's my daughter's mindset. I asked her, "What kind of car do you want?" She goes, "Well, I'm not really sure yet, but." I, I think I better find something big enough that I could live in just in case. Wow. Oh, wow. She, she has some great li- life goals, right? right? That's a good life goal. Mm-hmm. I asked my daughter that. And she goes, <laughs> I don't need one, Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Triple eight seven two seven back. But again, it's hard to stick to those standards when the time comes. Because then you're like, right. you're feeling guilty. You're eye to eye. What if something happens to I know. Him? You're eye to eye. You're mm-hmm. sitting out there. And you love them. Yeah. But right. part of love is, you know, making tough decisions on their behalf. I mean, that's that's part of being the parent. Though, yeah, right. right. Uh, Connie in Alabama, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Um, Hi. I, I'm listening to y'all and thinking back with my boys. Uh, <laughs> the motto for me is, get them to hate you. They'll ne- they'll leave and never come back home. <laughs> <laughs> Has that worked out? Did it work out for you? It has worked out, but but you know, one's married, one's uh, put himself through college after we paid a little bit. But but it it has oh, worked. So he didn't hate but you, you that know much. what? 
it's going to make them what they are in the future. Exactly. Just like you too. You may not be where you are today because you didn't go through what you went through. Oh, yeah, I don't I think have, we would uh, be. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100% and, and, agree you know, with that. Kids yep. hate their parents. You know, my job wasn't to be their friend. My job was to be their parent. Exactly. I did my job, and they moved on, and they have a lot of people we know that kids are coming back or never left. Right. And you tell them, get them to hate you, they'll leave and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. <laughs> Scott in Pennsylvania, you're on the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, guys. Hey. I, I, I'm, I'm like most parents. I think we want better for our kids than what we had when we were growing up. And sure. I don't know that that's possible my, anymore. My, my, my parents both died when I was young, so I lived with mm. my sister, so I couldn't wait to get out. As soon as I was 18, I was out, and I moved to Florida and had to do everything on my own. There you go. Paid for my own school, paid for my own car. Mm-hmm. I actually had to ride a bike to work until I could afford the car. So, right. I now, mean, that, 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 you do what you have to do. Yep. Right. And I have two kids, one in college right now. I'll let him stay for the four years because I'm helping pay for the school. And if he moves out and I'm paying for the school, there's no guarantee he's going to go to school. Yeah. So I know if he's under my roof, he's going to school and he's getting the education. But if he wants to get like a master's or anything after the four years, that's on him. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. It's interesting because um, they uh, paying for school and going to school at the same time that's not a thing anymore. No, it is not. We were just talking about that the other day. Yeah. No, no, it is not. That is the mindset is they school uh, higher education is owed to them, right? And they should be able to go to whatever college they want without any repercussions without for question. their future. And I don't want any college debt anymore. I well, sorry, that's not how it works. Now you got a lot of options. You could try to work for a scholarship. You could get a loan. Uh, you can get assistance of some sort. You can work your way through college. You can go to a less expensive college. Go to a community college. Go to a trade school. There's so many options. Yes, there are. But not to this generation. They believe they have a Harvard education come to them, and it shouldn't cause any debt once they're done. Well, it doesn't work that way. But the Democrats, this is interesting because progressivism has helped us. Yeah, it's helped ruin our society. Because they have reinforced with the kids that you shouldn't have to have any well, sure. debt for going to college. I mean, that's what they're trying to do in New York as we that speak, should right? Free. That well, should be free. Yes. Almost trying to say, hey, if yeah. you live in New York, you go to college for free. Yeah. Period. No matter who you are. Should be. And, of course, that's not free. Everybody, no, of course Somebody not. else, society is paying for it for you. The taxpayers are paying it for you. Uh, and it's, it's well, we're reaping what we've sown, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program coming up. Yeah, we we should probably make clear there. Obviously, some exceptions to this. Of course, there's exceptions. Leaving to home rule. Now we, we we have been sparked into this discussion by a thirty year old who was taken to court by his parents to get him out of the house. Judge ruled in their favor, ordered him to leave. Kids like, well, no, I can't. So he's appealing it. I mean, ridiculous. And so we're talking about when the appropriate time for your kids to go and not necessarily come back except for a visit. <laughs> when is right. that? Where is that cutoff? Right. And there's exceptions to every rule. You know, there's certain circumstances in life that warrant you altering yes. uh, your rules a little bit. 
or you know maybe somebody has a disability or uh, a handicap of some kind or or the parent is sick and needs help extenuating care, circumstances they, yes, there's, there's always something always yes. some but exception the to the generic rule. Uh, amount of but if you're healthy, percentage of children if you've got a healthy kid yes that just won't leave that's that, a problem that's not good for anybody no it's not good for anyone it's not good for society i don't think because we are wired a certain way to become independent, start our own family, and so on. And that's how you propagate society. Uh, but things have changed in the last 20 or 30 years. The mindset has changed. Changed, And kids aren't prepared anymore to face adversity. So what are they going to do when they encounter it? Oh, I'm going home. And, and my parents will help me take care of it. They'll just, maybe they'll take care of me. Okay, well, if there's something really extraordinary... Yeah, but there's got to be a time limit on that, right? You're yeah. not still going to be here when you're 30. And some of the problem, right, is that the you know when you say the kids aren't prepared to go out on their own, I mean that that has a lot to do with us just dropping them off at school mm-hmm. and saying take care of our kids, which we've done yep. for 40 or 50 years now. Yes, uh, just we 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 gave it back to this. We gave it to the school system and said, here you raise our kids, and we don't know what they've been taught at school in a right. lot of cases because people just don't ask you just how was your assume. day okay they're learning reading writing arithmetic yeah. well that's not the case in schools anymore either uh, i went and saw they got a they got an award uh-huh. uh last week got a little a little piece of paper that said they got uh b pluses straight through so we're good yeah i mean yeah so yeah i mean there's a lot to this and we probably need to be more involved than sometimes we are in their lives no to question. help them get prepared no question. to meet the rigors of We're all guilty of that. Yeah. Uh, Lauren in New York, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Yes. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey uh, I actually live up here in upstate New York, not too far away from where this all happened, but I'm still confused. Why in the world somebody would want to still live with their parents? At <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Cause yeah, you're right. It's a natural. It was we've been discussing. It's a natural instinct. It's supposed to be anyway. Yeah, to just want to be independent. Uh, thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. Triple eight seven two seven back. And maybe it is still a natural instinct. It's just that we have developed people that don't know how to react to it. So the natural instinct mm-hmm. is, boy, I want to get out, but I don't know how to do it. And a lot of kids now think, well, I want to get out, but I'm I'm not living in a little apartment. I want a house like this. Right. Yeah, it's not coming for a while. It doesn't work that okay. way. Glenn Beck Mercury.